0: Welcome to Pod Malaf, the podcast from Cross Malaf Comedy. I'm Fergus Mitchell, and in this podcast series, I'll be doing what I enjoy most, hanging out and chatting with the finest comedians from Scotland and beyond. And I'm joined today by Kathleen Hughes and Billy Kirkwood. Hello to you both. Hello.
1: Hello. Very much hello.
0: Yeah, I know, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, (laughs) We've just been chatting, as always happens with these things, like I said, the pre-record period, (laughs) uh, and I've discovered that Kind of of been a theme is that there is a connection between Uh, uh, our guests. They are both from new towns in Scotland. Yes, we
1: are. Yes, we are.
0: Now, for anyone who doesn't know what a new town is, you can probably guess most of it, but they were (laughs) built uh, in the late 40s, early 50s, around central Scotland. They're all over the place, but most of them I know are in central Scotland. And they were built to transfer Glaswegians out of Glasgow. So it was Mm. normally a nice little village out in the countryside. Someone came along and said... Can we put 40,000 <laughs> Glaswegians next to your house? And that's what happened. And these are now like some of the biggest towns in Scotland. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Arvin's
1: uh, uh, got a Primark now. It's very wow. exciting. So, do you know
0: what I mean? That's brilliant. We
2: just got done. It's pretty
0: embarrassing. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. But I've quite, I, I had this job a few years ago. Uh, yeah. That, this is a story which I need to get out. Okay. Uh, okay. So, it's okay. important. I know it's not all about me. I will ask you <laughs> questions and stuff like that. But so. Um, I always had like, a bit of a thing about Cumbernaulds when it was kind of interesting place. When you say
1: you had a thing, I, think well, I know, yeah, it's, it's sexy, We all love the plaster scene dog yes. from the 1990s. No, I know, but
0: the... the, the, the
1: I'm clutching <laughs> at straws, I might made that <laughs> up. That might be the
0: false The main thing I liked about Cumbernaulds recently was is that um, statue at the side of the motorway.
2: The one that's the, it's the lady with her arms out? Yeah. Oh, right, I've yeah. seen this, yes, yes. I, yes.
0: Was d- did a lot of travelling I was going up and down that motorway and I began to realise that I was kind of looking forward to seeing her
2: mm-hmm.
0: as I was driving out right down the road um, just because she's quite a, an attractive statue well, I think I'll come
2: out and say it she's beautiful <laughs> she is I and think so some yeah. hair on
0: her yeah I know I mean no <laughs> And I was thinking, like I can't talk were about this. not to say No, right? I know. Great Yeah, I know. You, you porn, like,
1: yeah,
2: I know like, no, no, I'm this, this is I to, like can this I is say like something that's going to make this exceptionally inappropriate. You now. fancy the Kelpies? Um piece? <laughs> one day, um, <laughs> there's a graveyard behind that yeah. beautiful busty lady, yeah. and my grandma's there, oh. and Nora. Um, she rests so peacefully beneath the statue so that you lost over yeah. show some yeah. respect i know yeah. I know. She you think t- about when you go past <laughs> that i know yeah. to be fair
0: the statue's also got a great bum so you can she's having a nice day <laughs> so you can and i don't want to object i'm doing i'm objectifying an object which i think is fine because the statue yes. is not not animate but it, mm-hmm. i'm glad it's not just me
1: is this a spin-off podcast <laughs> it's like sexy statues did make <laughs> well it yeah. Sexy,
2: yeah
0: yeah no and it wasn't like until uh, i was actually going out with a girl from Cumbernauld mm-hmm. not just so i could Go and see the statue, but just like, it. but just, just you know, we were going about. It. We went to the Cumberland Museum and things like that. And uh, wait, sorry, <laughs> just just to sorry to interrupt. Was, I'm so excited that this yeah.
2: com- you've found the niche of like comedy urban planning yeah. a podcast. that has been untapped. Yeah. When you say Cumberland Museum, do you hmm. mean the we shit one in the back of Cumberland Library?
0: I mean, uh, they, everyone's a potential sponsor, so I don't say. Okay. You know, I There is a,
2: a, a wax statue of a Roman soldier that yeah. looks like it's been through a hot wash. Nice, <laughs> mad. That. Is, um, that, is he
1: particularly sexy? I only measure statues yeah, on their sexiness I mean, now. I,
0: I think it's going to be a... It's going to be, a, you know, something in the comments for people who've seen a statue that they've got a particular mm. hot for, and, you know, feel free, no judgement, uh, with the oh reason. Okay, yeah. You can know? we can, um, can take Billy and he can... <laughs> I know, exactly.
1: it, it's nice to know someone's kink just uh, to sort of start know. kicking things off.
0: I don't <laughs> think you've seen this statue up close, Billy, uh, because I think you, you wouldn't be quite... Okay, about it if all <laughs> right, <laughs> it's cool, cool, One cool. of the more arousing statues <laughs> in, in Scotland, I would say possibly the most. I haven't seen them all. Mm. I'm not, I don't
1: Well, there's that Donald Dewar <laughs> one that was at the top of <laughs> the he can't in galleries yeah. for a while. I mean, That's when, quite good. when his glasses were only half on, I don't know. It was
2: pretty, yeah, pretty,
0: pretty it suggestive. Could, it yeah. could go either way. But anyway, I'm glad I've I've, I've cleared that, and I'm hmm. really glad it's not just me. Um, and can it took I, me years to <laughs> realise.
2: Can I just clear up that I, I, I was agreeing with you that she, she's got she's got a nice she's got a nice body. Like I'll uh-huh. come out and say I don't want to objectify her. say one objectifier. I don't want the narrative to be that it's also me. No. I don't think, anyways.
1: No, I think. In the (laughs) investigation, (laughs) I don't think you really want that coming up.
0: The great thing was it took me possibly two, three years to realise she had four arms.
2: Yeah, she. I hadn't
0: noticed.
1: Oh, now I'm on
0: board. (laughs) Now I'm on board.
1: I mean, there there's
2: The. my brother went up to my grandma's grave mm-hmm. um, and found a big bag of weed stashed under the 4 lady. Uh-huh. So there's so many treats up there. <laughs> wow. um, so it's, much to do. That's a party, that, yeah. isn't that?
1: No, definitely. That's fantastic. Go and see the sexy statue, get high, yeah. get high pay your respects, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> exactly. and uh, go and check out some roundabouts. It's yes. yes. a Cumber- day out. Yeah.
0: Yes, go to the museum and things like that. Because um, it was like, when I was, uh, I'm quite old. And when I was a kid, Cumbernauld was like...
1: Hang on, do that again, do that again.
0: Do, I'm, do, do I'm quite old. I'm do quite it. old. Oh, come on! thank oh, oh, hey, hey, God hey, for that. Hey, hey. We'll cut that together to work. Uh, <laughs> or leave it in, that's fine. Then. And old was like not thriving when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like it was, like the the shopping centre was like, if there was... A are, sh- where is now? Where well, is <laughs> now? Of course it's like, no, it's quite a desirable place now, isn't it? Mm. Quite, yeah, I think. I to say everyone's a sponsor. I'll so.
1: level with you. The only thing I know about Cumbernauld is the bus station. Which oh, is yeah. not really a bus station, it's more like a like a tunnel or it yeah. was. Yeah. That's about well, all I've got.
0: It used to be like it's a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It used to be a huge thing. And it was like if, if Mad Max had a shopping center, yeah. that would have been it. Because it was like there was nothing else around just an enormous five story building with a mm-hmm. bus station and you could drive right through it at yeah. speed. Frequently, yeah, ugliest building in the
2: UK, yeah, but
1: with a cracking pair of tits.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Whoever's designing these things (laughs) and
1: come
0: That
2: an be
1: what a horrendous idea! (laughs) Imagine being at that town planners meeting just after it and going, Guys, this building is terrible, but can we talk about the giant breasts (laughs) we put on (laughs) (laughs) it? Well, for balance, the leisure centre is a giant dick. <laughs> <talk>. <laughs> it's, C- it's, the
0: way, it's the way forward. It reminds me a lot of, um, I don't know if you know Kirk and Tillich? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I used to, one, on the same job, I used to travel through Kirk and a lot. And mm. they've got a sign on the way in that said, they've got rid of it now, but it said, because it was on the 4th and Clyde Canal, and it used to be a boat-building town, so okay. they thought, we'll call it the Canal Capital of Scotland. And every, you know, Billy, you can well imagine. Oh, completely I don't know, it might be you that did it, but somebody I, every day went along and scraped off the first C of, of Canal every day. And I thought, surely not. Every single day. <laughs> every day I was every back. Every morning I was, somehow I had to get up yeah, and paint Somebody, them back on. I'm assuming, whose actual job it was to go up to the sign every morning and uh, put the C back on it. Yeah. And so eventually it, that sign disappeared. And I was in Kirkentail quite recently, they obviously thought, we need a, a new sign, something that can't be vandalised. It now says, Walkers are welcome.
1: Oh, oh come on. Great. Asking come for trouble. On. Yeah. I love the idea that somebody put out up, the canal capital of <laughs> Britain, and somebody went, huh, wouldn't it be funny if we <laughs> scraped off the sea? Don't be ridiculous. I know. Roger, who would do such <laughs> a <laughs> thing? No,
0: nobody's going to touch that. No there one will touch it. It's oh. a canal oh. capital. <laughs> what, what do you mean? mean? We're very proud of our canals here, very proud. We're <laughs> yeah. not having any of that nonsense. Have some respect. First <laughs> the Leisure Centre, I know. and now
1: not we've,
0: we've got to compete with Cumbernauld somehow, and, you know, <laughs> we don't have things. the assets. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's Cumbernauld. How about Irvin? What's the sexiest part of...
1: Oh, well? my God. Well, you see, I, uh, I'm, I'm the youngest of three brothers, right. so I basically followed those two cats around <laughs> and all the exciting places they'd go. <laughs> uh, uh, and we were, we were a stingy... So I come from an Irish family... I, right, I don't talk about it very often, but mum and dad were Irish. Right, okay. Uh, but as you can hear with my thick uh, Belfast accent, yeah. I very much grew up here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think they came here a lot, a long, long time ago. But they were stingy people. Mm. Stingy, stingy <laughs> people. So we never got to go anywhere particularly exciting. We'd go to the Magnum Leisure Centre. That yes. was probably the most famous thing now. Uh, let me explain mm. the Magnum Leisure Centre you. God. Not like a leisure centre. Yeah. Well that's pretty much it. <laughs> right. but for, for some reason people I it used to make me laugh. People came on holiday, like down to Irvine mm-hmm. to go to the Magnum Leisure Centre mm-hmm. because it had the mighty monsters in it, which was a giant soft play. Okay. Uh you could get um uh, slush puppies there, very exciting. Mm-hmm. They had a swimming pool and all the all the basic stuff you get. Yeah. But people would pay just to go in and have a walk around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just a walk around, and they're a theatre, right? Yes. So my, 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 my fight about the theatre is, mm. right, so my mum worked there as a cleaner, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Guess where she went in to labour? <gasps> Cleaning the theatre, Wow. And then I was the last person to ever do a gig in that theatre. <gasps> wow! Yeah, shut a bad oh, boy no. down, shut circle that. of life. And I stole everything that wasn't nailed down. <laughs> like so I was t- taking posters of like I think it was like Roy Walker had performed there. Yes. Bra- Bradley Walsh and Barbara <laughs> Dixon together at last. <laughs> wow. I stole everything from that place. So uh-huh. no, growing, growing up in Irvine, man, it's uh, um, we have. Um, uh, we have a shopping centre as well, mm-hmm. called the Rivergate. Although everyone calls it the Mall, right? Okay, fancy. right? Now I get the fact that it's clearly meant to be mall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the Mall is—it's <laughs> <like, laughs> is somebody. Oh, that says Mall. No, it says mall. Don't be ridiculous, Douglas. Uh-huh. First, <laughs> the, 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 the giant breasts on the bus station in Cumbernault. <laughs> and now this. Yes. So, um So, um, and what it was is like, it used to be a bridge that kind of connected the town and they built the shopping centre on the bridge with a roof on it. Okay. So that, that's probably like the highlight. That and the beach part. We've got a beach. Oh, the beach is great. We've got oh. a beach. Yes. Uh, where, uh, uh, famously, I, I remember we went on a, a school-sponsored walk and there was uh, people... Having sex in the uh, the dunes, policemen having sex in the <gasps> dunes, yeah, big big scandal, big day. scandal. Yeah, we didn't see nothing. We didn't see nothing. would oh, be, well. have been disappointed, but we did raise money for charity. Yes, uh, and so the day, ironically, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we a, a oh. It was a police charity. It's like we spent it on johnnies and libs. Is wow. that what the whole thing is? <laughs> but no, that that'd be it. We were like outdoor kids because, yeah. like, basically, yeah. our parents would be like, "Ah, that's it, outside." And then I think my brother Dale, a shagger, uh, got into computers like so he had a spectrum so that was him off the mm-hmm. map so right. poor jason i was following him around as he's trying to get into it, and then it was just like oh I'll just go and hang out with kids at the... so Arvin was i guess it's a good time to grow up in but uh, yeah. really a great time to leave so that's
0: that's why when i talk to to folk um and i haven't um, i should really do like a series I should get like do Grace scott in to talk oh, wow. and talk mm. about and all these kind of things um but they seem to be great places for kids
1: yeah, I, lo- I loved growing up because it was so like we had. You don't realize how lucky you are because mm. like we had like a country, couple of country parks nearby yep. and yep. beaches and yep. all that type of thing. Like, yep. th- no, nothing like that. If you live in the center of Glasgow, you're no. probably like, you're not going anywhere. Can I not go down the the giant, badly lit country park <laughs> on yeah, my own? It'll know, be great. So
0: it'd be fantastic. You're not going to do that,
1: you no. know. Back in our day, like I think my mum would like politely cut us and then kick us out, going maybe a fox will play with them <laughs> or something. <laughs>
0: Well, I grew up in the countryside, and we had like a graveyard next to us. So I would like hop over the wall and climb down some graves oh, wow. and go and, and, and play in there. Mm-hmm. And um, this I'll, was obviously you know, I love the graveyard. As a it country. was quite good, yeah. yeah. I and like I didn't graveyard. really take it in until somebody explained to me uh, that there was dead dead people under the, the ground there. I don't know what I thought it was. Oh, <laughs> I don't know what I thought I was. Maybe you this is maybe it. this
1: is a medieval softly. <laughs> <I mean, it's, laughs> <You you know,
0: laughs> that's what it was. It seems awfully strange to have all this this park full of granite and stuff oh, like that to bang your yeah. head on, but I, I, I did not connect at all with it. Occasionally
1: you'd it see someone bringing flowers and just be so confused. I'm
0: dropping a bag away. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lovely thing to do. This park is so pretty. see um,
2: when you say that, I've been really good to grow up in. So I, I grew up in Broadwoods, which is just a side Broadwood Stadium, which is Clyde FC. Mm-hmm. Um, the bully wee. But I went to school... <laughs> I'd like to apologise, that was... That's okay. <laughs> Sorry, that was... <laughs> Um, I went to school in Croy, yeah. um, and it is r- right beside, the primary school is directly beside a train station, a big commuter train station, yeah. Okay. and on the other side is a quarry, and Croy is very famous for being a mining town, mm-hmm. so we had someone in every week putting on the scariest slideshow you can imagine, oh, British wow. Transport Police coming in saying don't play train tracks, and then someone would come in and say, here's what happens if you play in a quarry. And it would just be like a four minute video of a whale wow. falling down a cliff. Yes. and <laughs> um, It would be terrified. And um, I have a, a, a huge phobia of fire, which right. I understand no one likes fire. No. But um, they came into our primary school and they played like a video of real time, a fire starting in like a socket and how quickly it takes over the room. And I literally see it when I close my eyes because we had one weekly because oh, it was wow. just so unsafe wow. <laughs> to, to like be around Croy at all. Yeah, like. um, if you're under the age of like twelve,
1: I don't know, we didn't have anything like that. geographically, I guess it would be like look after yourself when you're swimming, it's like yeah. an obstacle course.
0: Yeah, you had like a, had like a dynamite factory up. The road Did Oh you know I
1: him? so right, you were talking about <laughs> before we <That> kicked sounds <laughs> dangerous. We, we, we kicked off with a really oh I was a good place to go and play. Yeah. Uh, we kicked off with like chatting about New Towns and what the one thing I knew growing up in Irvine is like everyone had a job. Uh because like people were coming there and I think like they built every factory and I think they were open for like three weeks and that was great and then they all shut down but you're right there was the ICI I think it was ICI and occasionally only remembering this now dad would like take us down and go if you wait long enough you'll see an explosion (laughs) <laughs> I don't know or if was like a big burst of fire. And you're yeah. thinking about that now, it's like, Well that's dodgy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It okay, is. Al- although, yeah, uh, and we'd get letters home from school going like, uh, if you could avoid the beach for a couple of weeks, apparently some stuff is... <laughs> has is, uh, is come up like wow. a couple of dead seals and what have you but they're glowing uh, oh, wow. you know, so dodgy man yeah. dodgy although I did see a dolphin in Urban Beach a couple of years ago did you? yeah and it was like it was like something out of film uh-huh. right because I'm, I'm watching the kids playing on uh-huh. the beach and my eye is drawn to a guy on a canoe and I, I had no reason to look at the canoe uh-huh. but just off to the side of him was a dolphin pissing about and it was like what? And no one else is looking yeah. and I've got no one to tell and my kids won't care. I know. It's like, there's a, there's a fucking dolphin. <laughs> <And It's laughs> an, an orphan? I
2: know. <laughs>
0: what
1: the hell is going on?
0: It doesn't even know it's an orphan. It, doesn't, it doesn't. It's know, no idea. I know I, no I was uh, many years ago up in Isla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. Beautiful land, and I was with a, a partner at the time and um, we were staying with this couple who were clearly not getting on. So it was a bed and breakfast and the All couple right. that ran it did not get on. Lovely. It was a real Lovely. frosty atmosphere. So we were out out for dinner, and uh, they were talking to another another couple who'd come along, and uh, just getting chatting. And they was they were saying, "Oh, what have you been doing?" And the other cu- the woman from the other couple said, "Oh, um, we've just been up at uh, Sanago Bay okay. to see. There's a dead whale oh. that has washed up, and uh, <laughs> they said, oh, it's like it's been there a few days. It's fine. It's not start. To, it's starts to smell a wee bit, but it's still fine. If the wind's fine, it's it's absolutely great. So you can you can see it, and uh, it just it's just sitting there on the beach. It looks quite, you know." Very thought-provoking, and uh, the woman from the couple we were doing said, that sounds lovely, he never takes me anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> hear that? They went to saw the dead whale. Well.
1: They went to saw the dead whale, well. did you hear <laughs> that? They went to the dead whale well, a lot of time. Was, Where was the last time you took me. I don't uh, know, it was it was the corpse. last time. Yeah. I've not seen anything dead with you, ever. <laughs> now if any of us go on any form of date, we're going to be sitting across going, I mean, I've never been taken to. No, that. Well, no. I mean this is Dimaggio's. Is nice, but yeah. so <laughs> sure. I'm
0: not. it's really a good, uh, really a good date idea if you've if you've a dead whale handy. I think it's, uh, if that had been on
1: Shetland, man, they would have been all over that. Yeah. The locals yeah. would be stripping that bad boy down for no milking the far, it and all that. No, milk oh. it. <laughs> no milking it. At the <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was uh, my PhD getting the better of me. Getting yeah. the uh, get oils out. The That's only it. thing I could think of was milking it, unless you put a tap. The blubber. On it. The blubber. The blubber. Yeah. The
0: blubber. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. So comedy journeys, Kathleen. How did you get from being a lucky to be alive mm. child in Croy to being a comedy person, comedian? Um,
2: I think like when we were growing up, I was born in. Why am I starting the year? I was born in. No, start again. Um, so when I was growing up, um, we would watch just all the time. I think a lot of families did this in like the Noughties. It would be like QI was on and If I Get News For You was on and Eight Out Ten Cats was on and it just was like every weekend that was what we did was Mm -hmm. sit and watch panel shows and it just it was really um I didn't really realize how how much I enjoyed that or how much it was part of like my family or how I felt about being home um until I studied languages at university Mm -hmm. so I lived abroad um and I was just like you guys don't have panel oh. shows? Like, oh, really? Well, it, it, yeah, there were, but it just wasn't the same, like... Oh, right, okay.
0: Which country were you in?
2: Uh, I lived in Madrid okay. for a year, and yeah. then I lived in Brussels for, like, three or four months. Okay. And then uh, there was comedy, and mm-hmm. I went to see it, and it was good, but I was, like, I would think back to the way comedy is in Britain, and I think even the way it was in, like, the noughties and the tens, so much of how we discuss what happens yeah. in society and in the especially in the UK, because mm-hmm. we have this like weird, ineffectual way to actually discuss anything that's actually happening in any way that's helpful. Yeah. So much of the way that we like critique what's going on in our country was just through like panel shows and comedy. Sure. Yeah. Um so it also kinda tied into like how I kinda learned about what the world was like and what politics were like, okay. and what society was like. Um and I just always was a fan and then um, I went to see a show by Carrie pritchard McLean mm-hmm. um, that was about a previously um, like a toxic relationship she'd been in, mm-hmm. and it was just a, like a good time for me. I had friends who were dealing with that, um, and it was just like the most catharsis I've ever felt watching like any performance, theater, comedy, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just such a good like hour of stand up. Like everyone in the room like gasped at a plot twist, and I'd never <sighs> seen that in like a comedy show before. Yeah. And I think it just made me realise that, like, it brought all those little threads back together and that this is a way to, like, express yourself in a way that's, like, fun and safe and comfortable and yeah. we're talking about things that are, like, difficult mm-hmm. and hard to hear and sometimes, like, hurtful. Um, but when we do it in this format, it's safe and it's you're taking power over the thing mm-hmm. and you're laughing at it. Yeah. Um, so I think I just that kind of experience made me realize like this is actually how i want to write things i've been writing stuff before it just didn't feel right like it was i didn't think i was very good at writing to be honest Mm -hmm. but i thought well that's fine i'll just do it in private Mm -hmm. um and then i kind of realized that you can do comedy that way um yeah and i thought i'm gonna go for it good and i did a shy five minutes and (laughs) as everyone does and that's completely fine yeah Um, and then COVID happened and I very- That's mad. That's Listen mad. As it, as that yeah. soon. I started- That's mad. So I had my first gig 19th January 2020. Wow. First time I was on stage. Um, and then- It's covered your fault. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, it was me. <laughs> they were like, get her the fuck out here. Like, right. we her off stage now.
0: Two months um, she's brought
2: this- That's mad. Me. So
1: how many gigs did you get done before- Five. Co- really yeah. <laughs> see it's quite it's quite mad not to hijack like i remember doing uh gigs in january of that mm. year maybe january february i was starting to hear about the first cases of covid yep. coming to scotland yep. and i remember going like oh i think this is trouble mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think this is trouble because you just saw the way the language was going mm-hmm. and the number of people like ah it's yeah. gonna be fine Fair it's right. like because well, yeah. I, yeah. I did a gig at the guilty balloon and they were that was the first gig where they started uh, Hey, where have you come from tonight? You mm-hmm. feeling okay? And yeah. it's like, oh, Jesus, are you okay? And then uh, and just slowly bush your leaves on your the door and So, yeah. uh, so why yeah. did you do it coming out the other end of that? What happened?
2: Um, I did. So, I. I enjoyed it so much that I was just... I think I didn't realise how insane it was to do Zoom gigs. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I was so new anyway. So yeah, like yeah, they were yeah. difficult and they were weird and they were bad. But I was like, well, I'm new. Yeah. So of course it's weird and difficult. Right. I, like I didn't have any... It's part of the process. Yeah, almost, I yeah, didn't have yeah. any yeah. frame of reference for how live gigs were supposed to that like you. feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, well, this is fine. And then I entered So You Think You're Funny okay. um, in 2020. And they had to... Um,
0: Zoom the whole thing then, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. They,
2: they, p- they put it into twenty twenty one and then they did the whole thing over Zoom. Right. And then my maybe I did four gigs and then my fifth live gig was right. the final. Oh. <laughs> so you think you're funny? Wow. Um, wow! At the fringe in twenty twenty one. So, um, so that was fun. Fantastic. <laughs> I think there
0: was like we'll talk, and I'm kind of interested in this, but the the idea I think COVID was like the a bottling up of a load of. Of energy, I think a lot of people Mm. dropped out of doing comedy during that period, and but and
1: some never came back. Some never came back, and but there's
0: been after it, there's been this explosion of people, yeah, coming and and actually very good people Mm. as well, which is brilliant for somebody who runs gigs. In fact, Mm. I just can't catch up with all the people I'd like to put on on the shows. But it it has, I think, there's been that pressure on everybody that needed a release, and once Mm. once COVID was done, or is it? Da, 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 mm. Check it back by the time this goes out. Might a lot again. But uh, it just felt like there was a total cork out of the bottle at that yeah. point. Yeah, um, A particular, I would say, for female comedians.
2: I think so. I think Because
0: there, was, there were not yeah. many around, and now there are quite a number of mm. good female comedians. Yeah. From my, again, from my point of view, it's great. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but it's something I've kind of been aware of, and I don't know if it was I, just that. If I can offer having,
1: I guess, about a legacy in the industry, I I, I wondered um, if it was, there was a Petri dish of talent already there. Mm. And the one thing that COVID kind of taught us was, why are you waiting? Yep. Yeah. Where people yep. need to have a discussion. People were kind of in their heads and they were seeing the way discussions and a lot of things moved online and it kind of made it tunnel vision. Yep. And I, I hope, I mean, I can't speak, I wouldn't dare to speak for the, mm. the female perspective on this, but the exciting thing was that I think it did birth, it did, it, it, the, the Petri dish broke open. Yes. Mm. And I think people excitingly kind of realigned attitudes and what have you, which needed to happen. i sure. I'm, I'm not going to turn around and say, like, I don't think comedy was chauvinistic and mm. was... Close. I'm not going to turn around and say that's not the case because it clearly was the fucking case. Yeah, absolutely. But the good thing is that some of the good attitudes started taking over the bad attitudes and we all kind of came out of that... I, I'm not going to see everyone there's some great arseholes out there sure. uh, but um, um, but it was exciting yeah. because everyone kind of came back out Mm-hmm. together yes and um, yeah and I thought it was wonderful to see the, the birth of this whole new generation of comics yes I mean I'm sure there's going to be um, um, elder statesmen screaming and going here's this Kirkwood quid <laughs> again yes. talking like oh <laughs> but it's it's exciting I watch comedy like football uh-huh. I uh, and I hate football yeah. but um, <laughs> that's why I hate comedy no it's uh, um, but it's exciting to see these things develop and there's a voice and there's a place for everyone I think that's what's so wonderful about comedy. There is a voice and there is a place for absolutely everyone. Yeah, yeah. So when you hear about people being kind of, I've come out and said, kind of cunty, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, why? I know. Why? There's no reason. But no one's taking windy. your no, spot. No. no one's doing blah, blah, blah. Just know, come on.
0: But I'm still, I'm still like, before, um, before COVID, you would see these lineups and it was like five guys in their 20s doing yeah. material about, Tin, you know about Tinder dating and stuff like that, yeah. and they all you know it was very kind of same and you could say no offense to to, to, to you. Aye, if you've got a cracking guys, twenty on Tinder, s- then good luck do you to you. I'm to fantastic, you, yeah. let's hear it. Uh, but um, what I've really enjoyed, I think the time has been been good. Someone who puts on shows is like now um, I can actually put you know, it's, uh, not just a kind of mixed bill as far as g- uh, genders and things is concerned, but also in terms of like um, style. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, I can have like, you know, Dead Pan and I can have Manic and all these kind of things. And just from going to shows and seeing people and say, I can put them up and so I can put on a show. And even if you've not heard any of these acts before, you'll come along and see it and it will be good because it's a good mixture and stuff. And that is something that's much, much easier to do now than it was Mm three years ago. Um, and there's, and there's
1: a real ex- explosion of people's backgrounds as well from the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Um, and and the co- I think the cool thing is that we can get mixed bills, we can get bills of um, single gender or what have you, and people are no longer, and don't get me wrong, I still think we've got a long way to go between these, a, a real form of eco-rep. People are going to say, "What do you mean by equal representation?" I'm not going to even open that cork. I know what I mean <laughs> no. by that, um, but it's the scales have leveled up a bit. Sure. So now I would like to think that there's more people going. If you see an all male lineup, they're not going. There should be a woman on that bill. And yeah. if there's an all female lineup, they're going. There should be a guy in the bill. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, no, we all. Have our places and we can mm-hmm. mix yeah. and continue to improve our scene. Scotland has a fantastic scene; mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and, tremendous. And I can appreciate that. Hey, listen, not nothing's perfect. There's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really don't think we appreciate how yeah. how much we've how far we've come and how far we've still to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not by any means like every now and then, even, co- even comics comics haven't on a long time. will turn around and say something and i will go what? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. who, who, who do you think I am that you're talking in that way, you know? And, yeah. But it's good that we're having those discussions. People are kind of realigning. And it's where we need to be uh, to, to keep our scene, uh, to, to mm. breathing and creating and creating a, ne- a next generation of talent. Think of where it's going to be in 20 years. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. No, absolutely. It's very exciting.
0: Absolutely. Have Thank you found it, Catherine? Have you found it, like, welcoming and opening, yeah. and, opening and such?
2: So it's about, yeah, that's what I was thinking of when you were talking there, Billy, is, like, I started... And I was like, I'm going to say whatever I want. I'm a woman. If they don't like that I'm there, fuck them. And I went in and they were like, great. That was great. Well done. Yes. And I was so, I felt like I had so much energy to be like, fuck you if you don't think I belong here. And they were like, hey, come and sit with us. Like, it was nice and it was good. And I think because I was so new and because I'd spent the first year basically doing online gigs that were, in retrospect, objectively bad from me and the format itself. The gigs were well run and everyone was trying their best at a weird time. But yeah. Um I don't think I understood how exciting a time it was. Like when yeah. I when I got to do that, um So you think you're funny at the fringe, and then off the back of that I got to do like some weekend shows and yeah. I got to like make a little bit more progress. Looking back now, I didn't understand how exciting a time that was. Yeah. Not just yeah. for me. What but a great for training
1: background as well though. Yeah. It's I mean, those gigs are mm-hmm. I mean they, they they could go between Absolutely horrible, or yeah. actually really good. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. A bunch yeah. of yeah. ones that were really fun. <laughs> yeah. But to survive that process, <laughs> uh, and that—that's the thing that we never talk about a lot in comedy. Like, especially if you have someone goes, "Ah, oh, no, every gig's an absolute belter." I always think like, it's coming. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna have a bad one, and you're yeah. gonna take it so bad. Yeah. Did you feel like that? the having to dig hard and survive hmm. that process really helped you coming out the other end?
2: It didn't even. It didn't even occur to me that I was surviving. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just loved it so much. And I think something that I always think about is I became competitive, but not in a, I'm not competitive about anything. Right, I've never right. been competitive about anything in my life. I started doing comedy gigs, and I was like, man, I can do better next time. I felt like I'd be really, like a gym rat. I was like keep your eyes on the prize like that's it completely changes. it's not, not a bad thing it's completely it's it's fine because it's self-awareness, you know, yeah, it's self-awareness. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah and it wasn't competitiveness with other people yeah. it wasn't like but it, it was i've never had that um kind of switch in my brain That's like right take notes this is what you're going to do better next year yeah time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah and it, it just like happens and as i say like when we were able to actually gig again um, I think I still kind of had that like mindset where I need to prove myself, I need to show everyone that I yeah. deserve to be here. Mm-hmm. But firstly, I was like a very new comic. Yeah, I, d- I didn't need, really need to do anything, I just wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were really nice and yeah. welcoming and even like a couple of um, like more established comedians, like John, I'll give them a shout out because they're really nice about it. Christopher MacArthur Boyd, yeah. I messaged him and said, um, can I buy you a coffee and I pick your brain because yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. I've been doing them on Zoom. I've never really done, like, a, a gig that's not an open mic, and I don't, yeah. don't want to turn up and make a tit of myself. Mm. And he just, like, let me ask stupid questions oh, and answer them. like, And it was just full of stuff like that. Mm. And um, I really remember, like, I was at a gig in London last year, and there was a young guy there. He must have been, like, 18 or 19, and he was just making conversation with me. And it kind of dried up, and he went, see, in Scotland, like, in Glasgow, do you feel like you have friends in comedy
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i went yeah of course and he was like oh that sounds nice oh yeah. and i was just like yeah. oh because it, it could just be this guy's a wee bit shy or whatever yeah. but i was just like the scottish scene i talk about this all the time all my not comedy friends are sick of hearing it but and yeah there are some people who are souls Ch- and that's just totally totally nice. but people are helpful and people love comedy and people care about yeah. it and it's exactly as you say like there is space for yeah. everyone. And I think that's part of one of the reasons I was so drawn to comedy when I was young. It was one of the only things on television where people had different accents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. yeah. They were definitely. all white men. Yeah. <laughs> um, very occasionally you may get a woman. Uh huh. Um, but, or like a black man. Yeah. Not black women, though. No. But very, very like white and male. But it was one of the only places on television where you would hear people with like authentic accents not sanitized yeah they would be like regional accents Mm -hmm. and people would think that that was good and that was funny and that was part of it and I think particularly as like a Scottish person that's something about making that art form if you want to call it that more accessible is being able to hear it in your accent yeah already like Frankie Boyle's you know everyone's favourite.
1: yeah yeah one of the one of the um in terms of Comedy really bonded my family growing up. Mm. Particularly yeah. me and my brothers were three very different cats. All uh-huh. all joking aside, we're three <laughs> very different guys. <laughs> but we got on in comedy. I quite like. I could be. I'm quite. I'm a bit of a silly goose. Uh-huh. So I quite like quite surreal and silly <laughs> comedy. When yeah, who were
0: your who were your folk that you <clears throat>
1: listened to? Well, you know, if I, uh, I'll t- uh, inspiration wise, it took me years to figure this out. But it was Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. Okay. I okay. didn't get it. I yeah. didn't get it. Yeah. And then one day I went. Oh, it was Robin Williams. Mm. Uh, because I we I, I taped uh, a special his off the T V and just watched it all the time. Yeah. Um and for me kinda growing up it was like Anyway, growing up in Irvine, man, you're meant to get a job and two point five kids and uh-huh. work in a factory. Yeah. I, a little, a little chubby kid. No, no, no. You, you don't do stand up. You don't do our do things. You do this. You mm-hmm. do yeah. this. Oh yeah. uh, well, no, okay. I guess that's that's, that's what I'll do. Uh, worked hard, did okay at school, and what have you. Ended up going into to filmmaking. But the the thing mm-hmm. was. I did some acting and all that I'm an atrocious actor I keep getting cast in things I've absolutely no idea why (laughs) I'm probably good at being me and that's about it but uh, um, um, it was it was Robin Williams because it was uh, high energy and all he was really concerned about was entertaining he just wanted you to entertain and have a good time, and just for that hour, yeah.
0: just
1: forget about everything. Yeah. But he also did, in amongst all the the silliness and, and surrealness, in his own way, he would have commentary on po- political things, sure. sure. kind of yeah. like you're saying. Like mm-hmm. we, d- you don't, you kind of don't get. You kind of don't get to hear about that stuff. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to watch Question Time no, for no. crying out loud yeah. as a kid. So that's how I kind of digested. So there was that. Me and my brothers loved uh, Vic and Bob. Yeah. Mm. Because like, and if you go back and watch some Vic and Bob stuff, man, it is proper funny. Yeah. Like proper, proper uh, and funny. Proper nuts yeah. as well. And proper it? nuts. Yeah. And and the cool thing is, and it's interesting you said about the female thing. Like growing up, my mum's favourite comedian was Victoria Wood. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh, so we would yeah. watch Victoria Wood. Yeah. And because it was on the telly and it was funny I'm Mm. on board you know and it's interesting to see there was so many female performers that were the backbones of even like sketch shows yeah. like uh, and and uh, and you're right not a lot of female stand-ups like I really Mm. like Victoria Wood was probably about the only one that I knew as a kid Yeah. yeah, because well again like uh, female comics weren't getting to put out like stand up DVDs and, vi- mm-hmm. and videos that changed, yeah. And it was going to the complete and this mad way where you'd, you're you lucky if you get a Netflix special, maybe straight on the next up comedy. There's so mm-hmm. much comedy to now digest. Yeah, it's, yeah. For a nerd like me, it's actually proper fucking amazing, yeah. It is. A uh, oh, Wonder Sykes, we saw Wonder Sykes' <laughs> video because yeah, sure. she was on Def Jam comedy. Yeah. And you could get, like, <laughs> bless my dad, he would rent anything from our local video shop, <laughs> like absolutely anything. If it came in, it was new, and I remember he came with Def Jam Comedy and she was one of the first uh, female performers Mm. to be on because it was quite exclusive
0: yeah yeah yeah, I don't think but Uh. there was a whole
1: generation of amazing female black stand-ups and you were like going what the fuck I know and then you would go like oh yeah I mean she's in this film it's like oh my god they put comedians in films yeah Um, yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah And and then there's Robert Williams who's doing like Good Morning Vietnam and then he's doing Alive at the New York Met, which is still my favourite stand up special ever. Yeah. Has it dated a bit? Yes it has, but sure. I, I I really loved his work and then there was other Scottish stand ups. He was absolutely who kinda of made a little comeback in yeah, the radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were But uh, they were a, they were a, so they were a, a, a I don't know if you know who absolutely are because I know these are uh, quite an age different students. So, Moella uh, oh Banks, uh, yeah. Banks, Jack mm-hmm. Doherty, Marie Hunter, the guy that does the voice of Mr. Potato and Pepper mm-hmm. Pig. I can never remember the black guy's name. Gordon Kennedy is <laughs> the name. Yeah, Gordon, uh, Kennedy, there, yeah, Gordon Kennedy. But that the cool thing about growing up in Scotland was we started doing sketch shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We started getting like, there was naked video. Right. And mm-hmm. there was Scotch and Rye every New Year. my you. God, Scottish people on the telly being funny, but hmm. absolutely was on Channel 4. That's
0: right. Crossed over, and there's no Scottish people
1: on Channel 4. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's nobody. Yeah. And their sketches were just so uh, iconic. So, that was the wars we swam in. But yeah. again, I still kind of liked, well, you're not meant to do stand up. How, how do you become a stand up?
0: I know, I know. Yeah. Like,
1: there wasn't stand up clubs. There no. wasn't, like, anything like that, like, in, in Ayrshire. No. And then I think one of the first ones I ever saw was, uh, get these names for you, those three names for you, doing this. Uh, was at the Harbour Arts Theatre. Mm-hmm. And uh, that must have been, like, I'm a bite. 21 maybe
2: yeah
1: and uh, Susan Morrison mm-hmm. Raymond Mairns mm-hmm. a guy called Gary Irvin who was actually from Irvin right so okay well, we, sadly <laughs> like we Jesus need Jesus of Nazareth sadly uh, yeah exactly um, sadly i never got to meet Gary he, pa- he passed just before oh. I, but I remember I worked at Blockbuster videos as a student i go oh that's not stand up <laughs> oh, wow. pure, pure starstruck by yeah, Gary Irvin yeah uh, and, uh, and I remember going oh my god these like scu- other Scottish stand ups then it would take me about like I don't know six years or something to have the nerve to do it myself of course myself. yeah yeah but uh, no that was that was my kind of inspiration I, and I was kind of pulled in on the same thing of like hang, hang on Scottish Sc- Sc- people can actually like do this yeah
0: what was your worst gig? What worst gig? That, that that people were at not Zoom ones
2: mm. see I actually don't know because I was thinking about this there was one that we were actually on together but um, the gig was fine but someone got kicked out for getting his dick out do you remember that? mm-hmm
0: Billy. Yes.
2: Billy. <laughs> because, oh, it wasn't me.
1: Uh, I was allowed to stay because I was a performer.
2: Yeah,
1: because um, 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 I didn't know he got his dick out.
2: Yeah, Billy went on stage to like... so. The guy I, like,
1: I completely... I just missed this. Because it was such a weird... Uh, how it happened was even so weird. It was not like... It's, I don't want to say what it was. We won't say what it was, really. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, but it was like... And people reacted and sort of like, oh, for goodness sake, get him out. You're know, like, Rather yeah. than as you should, was is like, this motherfucker's get got his dick out. Get yeah. him the fuck yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. Because everybody's being kind so of a bro. Tam's got his dick out again. Uh, yeah. And that, that was, pr- that's it right there. That's how people reacted. Yeah. Tam's got his dick yeah. out again. Right. right. And it wasn't like he was getting his dick out at anyone. He was getting his dick out. Because yeah. that's apparently what this yeah. guy does when he gets a drink in him. That's Tam's but, thing. That's Tam's Tam
2: thing. was like the main character of the audience. So, you know, at gigs, you just have a guy that kind of pipes up when, uh, the, yeah. when the host goes on mm-hmm. um and everyone kind of if you're going to pick on a well. family, yeah, yeah. Um, so Billy goes on he's like where's Tom where do you get to and everyone had to be like well he got his dick out I was so close, close that to I remember yeah. now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that's a bit weird yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah that is a, that is um, quite remarkable I, actually I think that's,
2: that's a first that, that's a first yeah.
1: I've been at a gig and someone's got their dick out is that is hands down definitely first have we even got her breasts out first once and it was just like I don't remember who the act was they were kind of like I just Put them away. Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would be there. I would never show my face again. No. you got your tits, it's someone. Oh. <laughs> like, I'll even. tell you what it was. It
1: was at the the uh, the um uh. It was in <laughs> Uh not at, the be- not at the beacon. it, no, was somewhere it wasn't. At the, it not. I think it was at the Arts Guild. Oh wow! And this woman had just been a, a nightmare all night, and she kind of stood up, jiggled her bibs about, and then got them out, and <laughs> everyone
0: was on way. Put them away. Oh, my.
1: It's Put just not away. the right time.
2: Yeah,
0: what do you
1: think is going on?
0: No, no, it's not. Uh, and <laughs> the
1: <work> <laughs> <laughs> It's
0: not like Women of stop distinction. Yes, <laughs> stop it, Mum. Billy, what's been your... The worst gig I've ever done, yeah. right,
1: was Tina Park... Uh-huh. Like I've done Tina Park a couple of times and I'm glad it's not a thing anymore. Should have been bombed for more, but, but uh, <laughs> just my opinion. Tina yeah, yeah, Park, yeah. I hated it. Yeah. So uh, they used to have a comedy tent there, and some things you could do, it and it could be okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. it could be okay. That, but that. Generally, was where it would be. It would be okay. Nobody's
0: there for comedy, are they? At Nobody's Tina there. Park.
1: Like download, have it right. They put on comedy in like the Thursday, yeah. Yeah. and the Sunday morning right, when it's nothing's open. Yeah, everyone's looking for a bit of a hangout thing to do, a bit of hangover mm. cure. So they yeah. go and see comedy, and it works. Gangbusters yeah, that works great. Good. Uh, but at Tina Park, sometimes they put on, and it was all over the place. And I'd done years where it was like, "Oh, that was quite fun." And I'd done another year, and I was like, "Well, that wasn't really fun." One year, I uh, I, I I was on uh, one o'clock on a Saturday afternoon um, and and John Cooper Clark was on after Mm me. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I had a full tent and had a fucking belter, And I always remember like, well, I'll finish and just introduce John Cooper Clark, not fuck around. But then poor John didn't do the, the same thing. So he's got three like they're there. Hey, they were lovely to me, but yeah. they were there to see John Cooper Clark. Yeah. Uh, he finishes and goes, that'll be John Cooper Clark goodbye." And as he leave and as he walks off the stage, literally four hundred people just leave the tent. Oh, wow. And poor, I think Des Clark is on after oh. us, oh. and I still remember this look at his face. I'm like, and, it's like and I grabbed mic and went, "That's more fucking Ah. Uh. Right. So based on that. I get invited back to Tina Park two years later, and they go, "Do your show me your tattoo show?" Mm-hmm. And there was a a wrestling improv show.
2: Okay. Okay. So
1: which Perfect. is exactly yeah. and yeah. and instead of putting us on in the tent, they said they were going to put us on at the time they were going to put us on. They completely moved us to like three o'clock on the Saturday afternoon. Okay. Right. And I am on both these shows back to back. Right. I spent two hours dying on my arse. <laughs> Two fucking hours chucking everything, and I still remember getting a tweet from a guy. Went, uh, uh, I saw you at Tina Park, I thought you were shit. My mate was funnier than you, and he was asleep. and I remember tweeting back to the guy, I went, Fair comment, so. <laughs> fair comment, because I could get nothing. But again, uh, my ego's in check, man. I was like, Fuck, that was not mine. Hey, at mm-hmm. least I was getting paid quite well for it at the time. I was like, Oh, these things happen. Yeah, yeah. fuck it. I'm maybe not going to be invited back because I'm leaving. I meet a whole bunch of comics coming in who are doing like a really kind of off the wall kind of interactive show and it's like you know they're going to be on it later on this afternoon Maybe that'll be their thing they'll be into that cool cool um, and I'm on at the stand that night in Edinburgh and it's like a fucking it's like a warm shower yeah like it's just oh it's great <laughs> and I see these guys arriving at the back <laughs> and it's kind of similar to the oh I nearly said with the charity was there sorry I nearly said where the charity was there, sorry, <laughs> the charity was there. Uh, uh, and there was a guy called Sam McGregor who uh, uh, works for this the stand in Edinburgh and he'd Mm -hmm. been in this show and I just remember him coming backstage edge on the, the break before the headline and going you you fucking legend and I was like what? <laughs> like, I heard you were on that stage for two hours down here all the way. Yes I was. It's like, <laughs> fuck it, we did an hour and that was more than oh. enough and I was like, Oh my god oh. So I was just cursed it was just an awful and it was that year where I think folk died not making fun yeah. folk died at tea in the park so yes. it was like no security and there was no one no. about right. it and it was like fucking just w- the worst thing. You know, oh, um, so yeah, that's that's my that's my worst gigs, but I'm sure the best is still to come. Yeah, no, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely,
0: no, that's going to happen, um, folks. I'm going to wind it up because we've been chatting for you. it's just been huge fun. Oh shit! Oh, yeah, been great, okay. absolutely. So I'm um, saying thank you very much to Kathleen Hughes and to Billy Kirkwood. Hello. I would say hey, thanks very much for uh, joining us, me. Uh, I would say, um, plugs and stuff, I have no idea when this is going to go out, so that might not be a news, but we'll win. Uh, Well, I think
1: we're both doing the Glasgow Comedy Festival. Yes. that yeah, yeah, nice yeah. start. So, when are you on?
2: Um, I am doing my work in progress for my first solo show mm-hmm. um, at McCool's on the 24th of March at 7 o'clock. McCool's, It's called uh yeah, um, It's about uh, fun stuff, and hundreds of jokes about shagging and all that, but it's also about... <laughs> Um, being we, being obsessed with monsters and cryptids and scary things. Oh, nice! Um, oh, so, I'm very excited to write it. Mm-hmm. And I'll also be doing some things with the Humour Mill, which is a comedy network that I run. We'll have a live show at McCool's on the 20th, um, and we have workshops and stuff throughout the year. So, you can follow us on Instagram, X, all that shite. Good.
0: Humour Mill, yes, good. I've done an event, terrific. Uh, Billy, what your comedy festival like? Uh,
1: right. <laughs> I'll do the big one, yeah. Because nobody knows who I am, ah. and I'm do- I'm trying to do everything to change that. So yeah. I don't know, put myself out there, actually make an effort. So uh, I'm doing a show at Drygate this year, yeah. Which is the first time they haven't had comedy on there for a good few years, mm-hmm. uh, apart from Chrissy's brilliant night on yeah. the the the, the, um, the Tuesdays. Yeah. So uh, I'm doing a show called a uh, house party, because mm-hmm. uh, I had a really silly idea during the Fringe last year, and uh, sometimes when I've got the the the, the silly monkey stuff like lip sync battles and all that type of thing, other comics hate it. So I was like, fuck it, I'm I'm going to have a whole bunch of that in the show, so the show is going to be unapologetic fun uh-huh. with some brand new stand-up in it, which I've never done before, talking about everything from being on tour with the wrestler Rowdy Rowdy Piper, um, cutting the legs of a horse, uh, yeah. some secrets about the radio mm. I used to do, I used to, which I've got to be careful about, yeah. like, legally I've got to be careful about, uh, but I am going to do some cringing stories that will make you never listen to the radio the same way again. Yeah, ever, ever. So good. I'm going to get properly proper Sounds shit. Good. And that's going to be on March 30th. Tickets are very
0: available. That's good. Mm. Um, All I've got to say, I've got to,
1: if I could sell the same amount of tickets that I've sold ten times over, then I would still need to sell a lot of tickets. So well, if you could grab
0: some, that'd be great. It's early yet, or possibly not early yet, depending on when this goes out. But anyway, this def- comes out in April.
1: Then I've, I've fucked it. <laughs> no, I yeah, would do that. It. I would do
0: that. <laughs> um, Cross my laugh, which is what I mostly do. Uh, we've got three shows on the seventeenth, twenty fourth, and thirty first of March. TBC cast. Don't know who's going to be on yet, except me. So. <laughs> That should be fun. It'll be a fun festival. I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be good. It'd it'd be be. Glasgow's getting better and better Better every year. and better. Absolutely. Yeah. Terrific. Brilliant. Okay, thanks very much indeed. Um, I'm going to wind it up and say good night. Uh, whenever you're listening. And um, you have been listening to Pod Malaf, which is a Cross Malaf comedy production. Thanks to Glasgow Caledonia University for studio facilities and to Thomas Mitchell for the theme tune, D-Mister. And thanks to you for listening. Please rate and review and follow us on our socials and get in touch that way. We'll see you on the next one. Thank you.